Hello and welcome back to today's podcast. So I'm super excited to talk about this topic because it is something that I've been hearing so much from people and what they need because right now we're in the space where we've kind of moved into the season of launching. So when it comes to launching seasons, there's some people who stick by them or abide by them. There's others who kind of like sporadically do them. I'm, I'll, I'll touch a little bit on like what the normal timing is, but I really want you to realize that for a lot of people, it truly depends on your audience and also you, because I don't think if you're having to delay your launch three months just to be in the launch, like right season or the season that most people go into, I don't believe in that. What I believe in is making sure that we just use the timeline that you have or the dates that we can create to make sure that your launch is going to get the most bang for your buck. So what we're going to be talking about in today's podcast is one, talking about what timeline um, for launches are, especially if you have a small or bigger audience, um, where to focus more of your time on, and honestly, if you're doing ads, more of your money on for launches. And lastly, is also talking about that, that timing piece. So we'll be going into deep around all of these things. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to the Clients and Conversions Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Clem, and I've helped fellow entrepreneurs and business owners just like you harness the power of social media to grow your audience by the hundreds, 2x their launch sales, and have client leads banging down the door to book a call with you. And I'm the first to say that hustling and searching hours online for your next client or student is not the vital ingredient to your success or even your happiness. This podcast is for driven entrepreneurs, from coaches to course creators and everything in between, to access practical and actionable tactics on everything from how to get clients with Instagram advertising, and really unlock the keys from sales and social media to get growth with the simplest tools possible, while keeping it just long enough to get you through your walk, drive, or workout. So stick with us for this episode and the ones to come so you can get more clients and sales in less time. Now let's get into it. Now, before we go into the episode, this is sponsored by the Audience Growth Ad Experiment. This is a free guide that I created to really help answer the question of where do I start when it comes to ads, especially around literally where to start. So what I've done is I've actually put the, to the test Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram ads all in a way that has pretty much the same variables that I could to see which one's going to get you the most bang for your buck, which means the most amount of results, most amount of leads, and audience growth for the least amount of cost out of your budget or wallet. So I broke this down as best as I could. I made it super simple, but so, so, so helpful for those who are wanting to find out how to go about this, what were the actual results, which platform actually did come out on top, and where to start after that. So get your hands on that. It's going to be at danielleclem.com slash ad experiment. Also in the show notes below, such a good place to start. And also so helpful for those who were like me, who wondered, okay, are Facebook ads still the best way to go? This will answer that for you. So I'll see you inside the experiment and let's get started. So when it comes to launching, there's a variety of different ways you can go about it. And It's so hard to pack this all into one episode because honestly, it could be its own. And maybe at one point it will be its own workshop where I can help you kind of like create your own launch timelines or your launch kind of like promotion calendar. If you'd want to do that, let me know. Uh, DM me on Instagram just because I'm curious to see if we want to do that as like a free training um, or something like that. But when it comes to launching, 
there's going to be a few areas. So for those who have no idea what launching is, just in case the one or two out there who don't, launching is where you have an actual timeline. Usually it's about one to two months or so where you are focusing your efforts on promoting a certain product or service. So this could be a course, membership, one-to-one group. It could be really anything that's an offer model, but you're really focusing on that time to launch the offer to the audience. Like that's kind of what it really means. So the reason why you have a lot of resistance around launch timelines because either one, you're trying to do what everyone else is doing, or two, you're doing things that actually aren't right for the audience size and type you have. So when it comes to launching, what you'll find is that you really want to focus on first, what type of audience size do you have? Do you have a small or big audience? This is actually huge to know because if you do not know this, you're going to either have a too short of time period or for bigger audience, probably too long of a time. So I'm going to focus mainly on small just because a lot of you on here do have smaller audiences. And by small, I mean like anything where you have under 3,000 email list, under 10,000, five to 10,000 on Instagram, um, under a couple thousand on Facebook, like that kind of thing. So that's kind of what I mean by small for big would be those who are over maybe like 10, 20,000 on Instagram, who are over the three to 5,000 email list and who are over probably 2,000 or so for the Facebook page. And then, you know, however much you have in your Facebook group. So find yourself where you identify as your numbers in those two areas. I'm going very general because I'm trying to make it as relatable as I can for a lot of you. So let's just stay with mainly small. And the reason why is because if you have a small audience or you're launching to a small amount of people, you actually need a lot more time in what we call the pre-launch phase. So when you're launching for anything, there's normally three phases. And the first phase is going to be, I haven't perfected the right names for it so bear with me there is the pre pre-launch the pre-launch and the launch phase now the reason why there's three phases because you need to take people through those three phases in order to get them warmed up and engaged and really interested enough to want to buy your offer this is normally the way that people do it a lot for digital products so for courses for memberships for group programs sometimes too One-to-ones, you can kind of, you don't really need all of this uh, show and dance type of thing, but if you want to, you can as well. So when you're thinking about this, you really have to focus on, okay, what is actually going to be my pre-launch, pre-pre-launch and launch phase? So the pre-pre-launch, I I need a better name for it. So if you guys have ideas, let me know. Um, But the pre-pre-launch phase is before you do anything else that's even related to launch itself. And here's what I mean. You always hear about people who say like, you need to grow your audience, you need to grow your list, you need to do this. This is the perfect time your pre-pre-launch is when you should be actually growing your audience because it gives you enough time in that phase to use your freebies that you have, your lead magnets, to use your videos, to use your podcast, to use things that you have to grow your audience and really engage with them as much as possible before you go into the pre-launch phase, which a lot of you will know as like, when you do a challenge, when you do a webinar, when you do um, a video series, that's the pre-launch phase usually. So when you're talking about the pre-pre-launch phase, really what you want to realize is like, okay, how many people do I have in my current audience? And then how many people do I need to get in my program to make it a success for me? 
And this is why it's important to have numbers already set out, because if you don't know your numbers, you're not going to be able to hit your goals normally. It's just the real honest truth. There, there's Sometimes there's flukes who just fly by the seat of their pants and it works, and that's awesome. But for a lot of you, you're going to need to look at your numbers to see what they are. So for example, the easiest, easiest way to go about this is look, what is the price point of your program? I always just use the like pay in full um, just to make it easier on you, like the pay in full option. And how many, um, how much sales do you want to have, like dollar amount? So for example, I'm going to bring up my calculator right next to me. So let's say you want 10,000. That's always seems to be everyone's like magic number. So $10,000 in your uh, launch. And maybe you say that your pay in full um, option for your course is about 500. So you take 10,000 divided by 500. It means that you need to have 20 sales in order to hit your um, $10,000 goal. Again, there's always going to be a little bit of leeway because there's going to be people who might do the um, payment plan options. There might be people who do the, if you have a third option, you never know. So I'm giving you kind of a very rough number and this is for both small and big launches. This, is what, this would be how you generally look up numbers for this. So knowing this, you have about 20, like 20 sales that you need. The next thing that you need to figure out is, okay, how many leads do I need to get in to my pre-launch phase, the webinar, the challenge, whatever that is for you, in order to hit that goal? Again, very rough numbers. I always say like shoot for a little bit higher just to keep yourself like on the up and up. So for this, this is where it's important. A lot of you might not know this number, so I'm going to give you, I'm giving you guys so much gold in this, so please take notes if you need to. When you're doing this, you have to make sure you also know about your conversion rate. So for many who don't, who've never like launched your actual product before, you're not going to know what your natural conversion rate is, which means the rate of how many people get into your webinar or funnel and then become a sale. So I'm going to give you again, industry averages, base numbers. So for a lot of, for most conversion rates, you're between two to 10%. So two to 10% of your whole entire audience will buy your offer. And the way that you can kind of figure out where your offer will sit depends on the price point. The higher the price point, the lower the conversion rate. Because as you know, if you sell one-to-ones, you only need three one-to-ones, like three people to say yes to hit your goal versus for courses, you need like 500 or 50 or 100, whatever it is. So for those who have anything that's between under a hundred, you'll probably be between the like under a hundred dollars for your course or product. You'll be between like seven to ten percent range, especially if you're doing your warm audience. Sometimes you'll go over, sometimes you'll go under. Just depends. It's like again, very industry average. When you go a little bit above five hundred, that's where you're gonna like let's say over five hundred to a thousand. Then you'll be in the two to five percent range, or even like three to five percent range ish. And then anything over a thousand, you'll probably get closer to that like two to four, closer to the two percent range. And again, the higher you go, if it's like a five thousand dollar thing, then you'll be closer to like two or one percent. This is not saying that your offer is bad. I really want to stress that. This is just telling you the basic like numbers that come with any offer. If you have a lower product, it means people have an easier entry point to get into the door with you. If you have a higher priced product, you're going to need to have a higher level of person to get there, which means there's not going to be as many people in that pool. That's okay. Please take this as a note that's just like, okay, I know that then let's say my course is 500 because we talked about that. 
let's say I'm shooting for a 10% conversion rate then, or let's say I have a $1,000 product, I'm going to be shooting for the 3 to 4% range. Knowing that allows you to then put that back into your calculator, if you've been following along with me, to then input that. So I always just kind of do the median, the the, in, the middle of it. So because we're talking about the 500 range, that was 7 to 10%, if you remember. So, okay. I'll just, yeah. so I'm going to go around 8. So I'm dividing 20 divided by 0 0.08 to get 250. So I need about 250 people in my pre-launch thing to be in it and engaged with it in order to get to my sales. Again, very rough numbers, but just giving you guys like the basics. So I need to know, okay, I need 250 people to go into my webinar or challenge or free whatever it is in your pre-launch phase to be able to hopefully hit my goal. So then right before that, that's where the pre-pre-launch comes in because then you have to realize, do you really have 250 people who would say yes right now to get into that free like webinar? Or are you going to do a lot of work to get them in or like really grow your audience more to get there? So that's where the pre-pre-launch comes into play because that's going to save you and get closer to your, let's say, 250 lead goal that you need to hit your launch numbers. So for you, it would be your pre-pre-launch phase would then be like, okay, how can I grow my audience as quickly and as fast as possible so that I can hopefully nurture them as well? <laughs> really remember that too. Like you need to also nurture them. So that way when I get to the pre-launch phase of the challenge or webinar, that it's an easy yes for them. And that's also an easier yes to get them to actually convert on the sale. So that's where the pre-pre-launch is all about growing. It is all about growing. The pre-launch is all about engaging. And then the launch is obviously about selling. So the pre-pre-launch is where, again, this is for small audiences. I always say focus almost all of your attention on the pre-pre-launch and the pre-launch phase. And the launch phase will come on easily. Because if you're able to do a good enough job of getting them in the door and getting them engaged and like excited, the sales are a lot easier. So I always say like spend 75 to 80% of your time on the pre-pre-launch and pre-launch phase and then 20% on the sales piece. And I usually think about this in ads. So for example, if you're doing an ads budget, I always believe in like and say, okay, so I know that I want to get these amount of people in. I have this amount of budget for my, my launch. I'm going to use 75% of it, which sounds like a lot for a lot of people, to your pre-launch and pre-pre-launch phase, and the last 20% to your sales. It's just the normal, I would say it's the most optimal way for a lot of people who are doing small, who have a small audience, because you really need focus on growth and you really need to focus on engaging and nurturing. That's why you need to have your sales materials on point. You need to use freebies that have been tested that have worked well for you. You need to make sure that they're going to be whatever you're using for your pre-launch phase, which is like a webinar challenge, free series, whatever it is, that you're utilizing that based on your uh, what your audience would want more from you. Because taking a mid-episode reminder to let you know that with this topic, this is something that I go in with each one of my clients, especially if they're coming to me with a launch or an upcoming launch that we do together one-on-one -on -one because it's so important that you want an actual launch that's going to go your way. Like One of my clients who I just did a case study about got their first 100k launch. 
that comes from really knowing your numbers and knowing where your timeline is and then actually having the strategy to execute on it. So I'm giving you the basics inside of here, but to really go in deep and to know exactly what your numbers are, you need to hit exactly your timeline that's going to work best for your audience and really get the strategy you need. I highly recommend you DM me, talk about what might work best for you and how we can work together, or even go on a call at thenealplan.com slash call to make life easier for you and for your upcoming launch in business. So without further ado, let's get back into the episode. I want more from you because, and here's an example, this is why it's important to know who your audience is, is because if you have an audience that's mainly moms, they're probably not going to be able to sit down and like go through five days of a challenge together unless it's like pre-recorded same thing with webinars they probably won't be able to get there unless it's right after their kids go to bed or it's like during nap time so when you know that you have to you can also fix or kind of shift your lead gen for that as well so i know this is a lot thrown at you so i'm trying to make it as like i honestly think i'm probably gonna have to do a free training on this just because there's so much here and i feel like this is such a visual thing so again if you're listening to this and you're like i would want more support around this please DM me because I want to make sure that one, you guys need it, and two, it's going to be beneficial for you. So when we're going into the pre-pre-launch, this is where that growth happens. This is where you need to choose one or two things that you are going to grow right now. I always say like growing your email list is super, I would say it's still the, one of the best ways to go about it because you have them on your list forever. For those who are doing organic launches, which means you're not using ads or paid anything, your organic reach is going to be under 4%. So even if you grow your audience like 10 to 20% more than you had before, only 4% of your whole entire audience will see that and you can't guarantee who's going to see it. So it's not that I don't love Instagram and Facebook for the organic pieces. They're pretty good. But when you're trying to launch things and you want the most amount of people to see it, I believe in making sure you also include email list in there as well because that's what's going to save you if, like happened last year, one day or two days Facebook was down or one or two days where Instagram was down or maybe your people just aren't on social media that day. Then you just lost them being able to check it, but they always check their email. So that's why it's really important to have those two in there. So this is where you would choose your lead gen vehicle. So your lead gen vehicle is going to be lead generation or or whatever that needs to be. So for you, it could be a free quiz, it could be a PDF, it could be a guide, it could be something like that. And you're going to use that as a majority of what you're going to be taking people to and creating all your content, all of it for that time out of your pre-launch phase to talk about or mention topics around that lead magnet. So all your posts, all your stories, they can be different aspects, they can be mindset issues around why people have this issue, and then you're constantly going to be plugging that um, freebie just because it's easy for you. If you want to as well, you could also like plug a free video that you have or a free podcast, but it's harder to get them all in one container when you do that and they don't have like a place to go after. So what I would say for pre-pre-launch is choose one way that you're going to do your sales or lead vehicle. So again, it could be a free quiz. It could be a PDF. It could be a guide. It could be a podcast. It could be anything you desire that's going to help them that's exciting them to join or like to sign up for that free thing and then you're going to use that time once they signed up to have some emails or content written that's going to help engage and nurture them this is where you would really make sure that you have your stuff 
in a line to be like, okay, what do they need to hear in order to believe in me and believe in what I have to say is like going to help them? We want to use that time to help them see you as the expert and see like you can help them get there even before we go into like your pre-launch phase. It's that important, especially for those who are cold, who don't know who you are yet. Um, even for those who are in your warm, it still might be good to do that same thing because you're going to help re-engage them and reinvigorate them if you really haven't been like promoting or doing much stuff with your audience in a bit. So that's kind of like pre-launch or pre-pre-launch phase. Then we move into the second phase, which is the pre-launch. The pre-launch is where you choose a specific place that's going to be housing like your um, selling vehicle or sales vehicle. This is again where I talk about the webinar challenge, free video series, um, uh, four part. There's so many different areas you can do. It's really going to depend on like your audience and what they want. If you're wondering what you should use, DM me and we can chat about it. But I, that's kind of like the basics of what the pre-launch is. And that's where I would say pre-launch is about like three to four weeks, probably like even three weeks if you have enough people coming from your pre-pre-launch area. Um, and then your pre-pre-launch can be anywhere between like a month to two weeks to six weeks, depending on how small your audience is. The smaller your audience is, the longer time you need to spend in pre-pre-launch and pre-launch phase, being real honest with y'all. So if you were trying to do set up a launch within a month, make it two, possibly three months from now. At least minimum two. You need more time to grow your audience. If you have smaller numbers, then you might not need to, but for those who are wanting to hit those bigger goals, they come from having more time because you don't have the budget that bigger audience or the, the, the numbers that bigger audiences have. You need to spend more time on those first two phases. So that's where the, the pre-launch will be all around getting people in the door, using those people who you already grew from the pre-pre-launch phase that goes into the pre-launch area. So getting them into the sales or like getting them into the uh, challenge, webinar, whatever it is. And then finally move into the launch phase, which is you're launching. You open and close cart or you say like, I have this amount of spots left, whatever it is for you. That's usually between, usually between like two to four weeks. Uh, you'll see people do a lot of those like open and close carts are between four days. That can work. But for a lot of you, it might be better to have a little bit longer of a period to get more people to say yes to you because if it's your first time doing it, they're, they might not know fully who you are. And because of that, they're not really understanding why it's important for them to buy now or get now. So it gives you more time to get the on the fencers to say yes or no. I'm always about like making an empowered decision. So that's kind of the three phases of what any launch timeline should be. For my people, I would say for smaller audiences, minimum, and I'm saying like literal minimum, you need two months fully for your launch, maximum probably three. And that's for going through all three phases. For the bigger audience size, you could probably get away with like six weeks, depending on how big your audience and engage your audience is. Because there's one thing to have big audience numbers. There's another thing to have people actually be engaged in your audience. And I say this from experience because I've had it where I was naive and I did a launch a while ago where... I launched my audience. I did not take enough time to engage with them, to warm them up and just took them into a free challenge, which worked out well for them, but no one really converted because I didn't spend the time to really engage and warm them up to get them to have that easy yes sale. 
So this is where it's really important to not forget that nurturing and engaging is as important as growing is. It's as important as getting people onto your list and then getting them to really know who you are and look forward to seeing your emails, look forward to seeing your posts. So that way the sales or webinar, whatever you do for the pre-launch is so much easier for you. So that's kind of like the basics of launch timelines. I could probably go in so much deeper to this, but because we're on a podcast and I'm trying to make it as like bite-sized and actionable as I can, I'm going to leave this here. So for next steps for a lot of you, it's going to be getting real with yourself and saying, what is your sales goal? How many sales do you need? How many leads do you need? And what does your current audience look like right now? Do you think you can get that many people into the door right now? in your audience. If you say no, that's where you need to spend probably two or three or four more weeks in that pre, pre-launch pre phase before moving into the pre-launch and launch phases. So that's why it's important for you to know where you're at because if not, you're going to kind of get scattered or you're going to go based off of bigger audiences' timelines and it's just not going to work for you. Last thing that I want to say before I head off, because I mentioned this at the beginning, was launch seasons. So <laughs> for depending on which time of the year or like life you're listening to this, we're currently still in a pandemic. Woohoo. <laughs> and that means all the timelines and like timing has just gone out the window for non-pandemic times. Usually we have um, two big seasons, sometimes even three for launches. Usually you'll see it happen a launch in the fall, usually September-ish. You'll see another launch in the beginning of April, sometimes May. And that's kind of like the two big areas most people launch in. The reason why is because if you have like, for example, people who have kids, they're going to be going to do a lot of summer stuff for their kids. So a lot of people try and launch before their kids get out and um, right before their kids start school during those times that way they're not interfering if you don't have a lot of moms or if that's not really a big deal for those people in your audience i don't think the timing matters too too much it's more about seeing okay is my audience at a place right now where if i sold anything they would buy like and hit my numbers if not that's where it matters so that's a little hint about timelines for or seasons for launching is that's normally the area people normally launch in but because of the pandemic that's kind of thrown out the window. So take the time for yourself. Take right now, like 10 minutes to just write out your goals for this, write out and use the calculator exercise that I talked about to kind of see where you're at and find out where you need to be on your launches. And if you need to put more people in or less people in or more time or less time, whether or not you use ads, you still need to do all of this. Um, Especially if you're doing like a course or membership, something that's not just like getting three or four people in the door. So if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I know this is like a pretty um, heady topic and I know that everyone is so dependent on you and there's so many other factors. So I'm giving you guys just the bare, bare minimum that you need to know. So if you want me to go into a deeper like workshop or training for this, DM me at I'm Danielle Clem. Let me know because I am super stoked to talk about this more with you guys if there's a lot of you out here who are launching. I have a, I've been having a lot more people come to me for Evergreen, but some people are slowly starting to launch now again. So feel free to reach out and let me know and we can go from there. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I am so excited that you were able to go through it and get some actionable tips out of it. For next steps, make sure you go to danielleclem.com slash ad breakdown to get the complete ad breakdown around what one Insta ad did to help create 
559 client leads and 20% sales increase in launch. Make sure to go ahead there to do that and DM me at Clem to go in deeper to the conversation. And last but not least, make sure to leave a rating and review so that this podcast can get out to more amazing people like yourself.